All right, well, we're sitting here with Penny Gaddis. Gaddis? All right, and you're from Eclipse Music Group, mm -hmm. and you are general manager of publishing, mm -hmm. if I remember correctly. Yep. So really quickly for our listeners, tell us about you, what your past was like, how you got here, and what you do for the company. Really quickly, <laughs> right? The, yeah, Whole past that's and how subjective, I got here. so. Um, well, I'll start at the beginning. I'm from a really small town, Medford, Wisconsin, and um, always loved music. I think like a lot of us who have come to Nashville working in music. So music brought me to Nashville. My love for music brought me to Nashville, and I went to Belmont for music business. Very cool. So, I also graduated from music business you did? in Belmont. Um, so yeah, I just, I always knew I wanted to do music, graduated with a music business degree, and kind of accidentally wound up in publishing. I didn't know at the time that I wanted to do publishing, but through a couple different internships and maintaining those relationships, a job opened up at a company called Love Monkey Music, Hall of Fame songwriter Bob DePiro, so I had really good luck getting into a great spot. And that is where I really found my love or discovered my love of songwriters and songwriting in that process. And um, I don't think I even really knew what music publishing was exactly before that. Yeah, it's, it's one of those topics that's very gray area. It's kind of just this thing that you talk about and nobody really knows what it is. I always, At least I don't. Yeah, and I always wanted to work in the creative, in a creative space in music and I think people often automatically say they want to work in A&R when they think of being creative mm -hmm. not realizing that there's an A&R position in publishing and I often find publishing to me it is one of the most creative places to work and so um, after working in publishing I went and worked at BMI for a couple years in their writer publisher relations department Okay. So once again, still working with songwriters and publishers um, and worked at another publishing company after that and actually just came on board at Eclipse in August. Very cool. So you've pretty much worked with songwriters your entire I have entire worked career. with songwriters for um, 12 years now. Yeah, my right. entire career. How, what is that like? So for somebody you know, out there, I'm a graphic designer. I don't really interact with the songwriting portion of a songwriter very often. So what is that relationship between what you do and an actual songwriter look like? Yeah. So, I mean, I think the neat thing about being a publisher is you're at the very beginning. I mean, if you think of a manager or a booking agent or a publicist, those things usually come into play a little further down the line. Not only does the song have to be written, but the record has to be done. Mm -hmm. And, you know, venues have to want to book you, you know, for, for the booking agent to start doing their thing. And so, you know, it all starts with the song. That's what gets the whole process going. And so that is what I have always loved hearing a song be written through the door, mm -hmm. you know, around the corner from where I'm sitting at the office. And, you know, it's just a couple of writers sitting there with their guitars or, you know, now building tracks and 
producing and bouncing around ideas. And it's just, it's really neat to be a part of that process. And so for me, how I play into that process is, you know, I'm often setting up collaborations for my writers. They're usually co-writing. So we strategize together on what collaborations make the most sense for them. You know, every writer brings a different flavor. You know, on my roster, I I work with uh, a really talented young artist named Peyton. So he's normally writing for himself. And so in that instance, I'm working with him to figure out who's going to help him get the best songs for him. And then I've got another writer named Jim who's just a songwriter. So with Jim, we're strategizing, hey, who are the artists? You know, or other co-writers that you would work the best with. So, you know, it's kind of a case-by-case basis. I look at it as I'm helping manage the songwriter careers of the songwriters I work with, and all of those careers look a little differently. Obviously, with COVID, it's a lot different right now, but, like, going to writer's rounds, is that a a big part of, of what you do? Like, looking for new songwriters to work with, or is that not so much of, of how how your job goes? Yeah, I mean, during COVID, it has obviously changed. There really haven't been any write-arounds, but prior to COVID, I went out to shows a lot, especially if someone on my roster is playing a show. I always love to go, but I also always like to keep up on the n- new talent, and I love music, so I love going out and... It's inspiring to see all the people moving to Nashville and trying to make it. And there's so many talented people. And so I I always love going out to shows. How have you really, with the experience that you've had in the in the publishing and, and songwriting industry, like how has that changed over your career? Is it pretty much the same as it was? I know, I mean, we talked earlier, there's a lot of people doing Zoom rights now and stuff like that. Um was that ever happening before COVID hit, or was that kind of this brand new thing that came out of necessity? Yeah, I mean, I think COVID has definitely changed how songwriters have been working for the past year, and I think there's actually been a lot of positives from it. I think, you know, previously, I would if I had songwriters who liked writing pop music, I would be sending them to LA multiple times a year and we'll still do that there's no replacement for a face-to-face collaboration but it is nice to have that option now of being able to get on zoom Mm -hmm. and it's much more normalized I think before uh, a zoom session would have been more odd to suggest right it would have been you know no let just let me know the next time you're in town and now out of necessity to keep collaborating, Zoom has become normalized with writers Zooming every day, sometimes twice a day. I mean, time zones can be a challenge, but it's really opened the whole world. Right. I'm actually really impressed by the quality of demos I'm getting mm-hmm. um, for, that are from Zoom. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a very creative tool that I think that we've all finally taken advantage of. Like you said, it's kind of born out of necessity, but now it's this really versatile tool that they have in their pocket. And every, you know, everyone is different. I, I mean, there still is no substitution for that in-person connection. So I think, you know, everyone is eager to get that back and have it go back to normal, but it is a good backup option. 
especially, I feel like Zoom works really well um, if it's someone you, you already know really well, you mm -hmm. know, it's another tool in the toolbox. Yeah. Um, so, and at PLA here, we work with a lot of independent artists. Um, is that something that you guys do a lot? Do you normally work with independent artists? Is it, do you find that there's more people who've been signed that you tend to work with? Or is it that kind of the thrill of finding the diamond in the rough and the needle in the haystack that you guys try to look for? Yeah, I, we work with a mixture of both. We we are an independent publishing company, and I think Eclipse has always championed the independent artist. Mm -hmm. Most, I think actually all of the artists that are on Eclipse's roster did not necessarily have major deals when they came on board at Eclipse. So Eclipse has been an independent publisher and also we have a managing division that has a, a long track record of championing developing independent writers and artists. Awesome. So for not only people who, who haven't really had their, a chance to get their music published yet, but for the other people who aren't really sure how to start, what kind of advice do you have for that person that that you know wants to take a shot at it and thinks they they can be successful there, but doesn't really know how to get that going. I mean, I think it all starts with your craft and the song. So I think every day be picking up your guitar or whatever your instrument is and be studying the greats and don't lose focus of the song. I think that would be partially my first advice. I think there's a lot of tools out there for independent artists that people used to not have, and those are all great, but don't get lost in social media numbers, and I've got to get my social media numbers up, but not be writing great songs. It all, mm -hmm. it all does start with the song, and I think that it's really important to practice your craft and continue to get better at it. I think living in Nashville, or, you know, there's a lot of other great music cities out there, but from my personal experience... Seeing people move to Nashville to take their dream of being becoming a professional songwriter, um, people just tend to get better being here because the competition is so great and everyone's so good and you sharpen each other. Mm -hmm. There's write-arounds happening every night, so you're sitting next to someone who's got some amazing songs and you're hearing that. You're meeting people out and you're setting up co-writes, and I just think... In Nashville, songwriters are able to inspire each other and sharpen each other, and you just naturally get better mm -hmm. by being here and working hard. Um, and then in addition, there's just so many great tools for independent artists now. There's no barrier to releasing music. You can s release things on Spotify or Apple Music, or there's TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. I mean, there's so many ways... Um, you know, there's a lot more noise out there, which is why I think quality does matter, but there is not the barrier to entry as much. And I think the artists have more power than ever to have their music be heard and their voice be heard. Yeah, and uh, I think that kind of, you're seeing that all over the music industry, right? So I, a long time ago, went to school for audio engineering and uh you know, you're working on $400,000 consoles that you're like, 
well, in order to make this sound, you can only use this console to get this sound. And, you know, here we are five or eight years later, and they have plugins for a couple hundred bucks that sound exactly the same. And so it's really opened up the, the industry for that. Um, Songwriting-wise, um, I'm just going to pick your brain a little bit because I, I'm, I'm not a songwriter, uh, nor a, a musician or performer. And going back to what you said, the, the fun thing about Nashville is that when I first moved here, I could go to a random writer's round with no cover charge and just kind of sit there and all of a sudden listen to a songwriter play one of their songs that was a number one hit and you're like, holy cow, I never, one, I never realized that this person wrote that song, but I never realized it was written by somebody who looks so normal and so much like mm -hmm. me. Um, so as far as songwriting goes, uh, is it, what's the balance look like between lyrics and music there? Um, I mean, I feel like you, you have to have a hook. There has to be a hook there. But are lyrics more important than music? Is music more important than lyrics? Is it a healthy balance of the two? Like, if, if one was more important than the other, which one would that be? I admittedly am not a songwriter either. Um, but I do work with songwriters and love songwriters. To me, they're both equally important. I mean, and it's hard for me to dissect what makes something so great. You just know everyone remembers the first time they heard that song, whatever it was, and that you knew it was great and you loved it. You know, it just gives you that feeling. Yeah. So, you know, some songs are just meant to be fun summer songs with a great melody and, you know, other songs make you cry. But there I think I think different songs are meant for different moments and you know, their songs are the soundtrack to people's lives, the happy times, the sad times, and so I think the lyrics and melodies are equally important. Okay, good. I'm glad it's not just me that, that thinks that. that it, there's always that, like, that indescribable quality of, of a song that you like, right? Like, I've, I've always run into situations where I'm like, I really like this song, but why do I really like it? So, for, in the, in the publishing world, um, is it... I just, I guess, describe what publishing is for me in a couple sentences, because... You know, I've, I've had conversations with publishers and I've dealt with publishers every now and then, but like, is it, like, your, your job is kind of harnessing that relationship between songwriters, um, but the ultimate goal is to get it published, so what does that look like? Does it, is that, it obviously entails pitching the song to other people, is it, um, does that kind of blend in with sync licensing or licensing in general? Like, how does that all work? The songs are kind of like a seed. It's my job to water that seed and help it grow, right? So I have so many amazing songs. That's what's amazing about Nashville, which if anyone listening is not in Nashville, uh, people don't realize that the writers here are typically writing a song every day. So the, the, the quantity and quality is really incredible. And so I have a lot of really incredible songs. And so... Um, you know, I'm always just looking for an opportunity, whether it is a film and TV placement or it's placing it or pitching it to a recording artist, um, you know, any opportunity to get that song out there. Mm 
Um, I kind of feel like the the film industry a little bit is growing in Nashville too. Is that something that you've noticed? Does that make it any easier for you to pitch to you know film and TV, or is it? Am I wrong? <laughs> Film and TV is a very important part of music publishing. I think that I've seen some more companies in Nashville, you know, add people to their team that specialize in that. Okay. I think the bulk of the pitching for film and television and ads, like, is still being in New York or L.A. Okay. But, you know, there's just so many great publishers and labels here with so much great music and the world is as we said before with zoom even more wide open than ever and i think country music is more popular than ever mm -hmm. and um and nashville is growing so much so i think television shows are probably using more nashville music country music than before but nashville has grown so much and we have a really cool pop scene and you know, there's other kinds of music. There always has been other music here, but there's been a lot of people moving here from L.A. or New York to do not country music. Mm -hmm. And so I just think all of that spotlight on Nashville and the really amazing and different types of music that is, you know, being made here just lends itself to the gatekeepers in film and TV wanting ears on the ground in Nashville and listening and wanting to place Nashville music and the companies here, publishing companies, have people to help facilitate that. Yeah, and and you bring up another good point there too, where uh, you know Nashville just isn't isn't just country music anymore, right? And and like you said, it never really was just country music, but um, just alone in the past year for us, like our roster has leaned more towards pop. And you're seeing a lot of influx of, of pop writers, not only, you know, cutting their teeth and, and going to school here, um, but moving here and mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, rock and roll. And and I know that there's a kind of an influx of like even soul and R&B writers and hip hop writers that are now living and, and working in Nashville. So it, does your roster reflect that? Are you guys pretty heavy with country music or is it kind of a, a blend our roster does reflect that we actually yeah we have kind of a mix of everything we've got some writers and artists that are mainly sort of in the country vein we've got someone who works in the bluegrass space we've got a soul singer out of houston um we work with katie pruitt who's on rounder records and her okay. I think her record is categorized as Americana, mm -hmm. but to me it's actually a lot rock and roll also. So that's one of the things I love about Eclipse's roster is it's very diverse and interesting. But the common thread between all of it is it's just very authentic, good music, in my opinion. Awesome. All right, well, thanks so much for talking to us, Penny. It's been a, a real pleasure, you know, meeting and getting to talk about what you do and and, you know, we're excited to see what Eclipse does in the future and catching up again. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun.